0: Indiana. The weather is gorgeous. It's Fast Friday at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. And not least of all, Trace Jackson Davis announces via peaks.com. He's coming back to school for a fourth year at Indiana. This is big news for Indiana basketball, giving Indiana its best shot to regain some measure of relevance in years and years and years, probably in 10 years since that twelve thirteen team that won the Big Ten and was ranked number one for a period of time that season. We're also going to talk about Chris Ballard. This morning we talked about Frank Reich and said that Frank Reich is primarily a force for good. He's not the problem with the Indianapolis Colts, and and he shouldn't be on a hot seat as the Colts look ahead to 2022 and beyond. So a bunch of people commented, the problem is Ballard. No, the problem isn't Ballard. The problem is, it's really hard to win in the NFL. We're going to talk about that and we're going to talk about why Chris Ballard is really, really good at his job and has guys who are really, really good at their jobs working beneath him. This is Inside Indiana Sports Now for Friday. It is May 20th, 2022. We are finally here. The summer, spring has sprung and cruised right by us. Spring gone, summer, here. That's the way it works in central Indiana. We're brought to you by the great people at Johnson's Plumbing. Give them a call if you've got a plumbing problem they've got a plumbing solution. The problem is to avail yourself of the Johnson's Plumbing people and their services and their level of genius, you got to have a problem. You're not going to create a problem, but when you've got one, you make the call, 765-610-8809. Punch subscribe, smash the like button ring the bell, let's go, let's talk about sports, we're rocking the cabana gear, we're talking about sports, could life be any better in central Indiana? It could not, partially, because, and I hate that COVID had something to do with this, but Trace Jackson Davis, he couldn't compete, couldn't participate in the combine up in Chicago, and so he's coming back to Indiana for a fourth year. This is great news for the Hoosiers. So, Here's what they got coming back, and this is kind of interesting to me. I took some notes before the show, as I often do. Let me share them with you, all right? What they've got, they've got nine returnees. Trace Jackson Davis, Trace Thompson, uh, Jordan Geronimo, uh, Tamar Bates, Xavier Johnson, Miller Kopp, uh, Trey Galloway, Anthony Leal, Logan Duncan. Those are the guys coming back. The four guys, goners, Rob Finnessy Hate to see Rob go. I liked Rob. Michael Durr, uh, Parker Stewart, and Christian Lander. They're gone. Four high school recruits coming in. Nobody from the transfer portal, which I love. Go get the high school guys. Get them while they're young. Malik Renault, Jalen hood shafino both five-star guys. And we'll talk about that in a few minutes and why that's really, really important. Uh, CJ Gunn from Lawrence North High School and Caleb Banks from Georgia. There you go. There's who's coming in. Going out. Not great. Guys who are kind of patchwork, guys like Michael Durr, right? Parker Stewart. Coming in, two five-star guys. That's important. Uh, You've got six of your top seven scorers coming back from the 21-22 season. You have, here's what you lose. You lose 31 starts, all of them belonging to Parker Stewart. 15.1 15.1 points per game gone via transfer. That And these guys averaged 58.6 minutes per game. And that includes Christian Lander playing 8 minutes plus over the course of 13 games. So his average is a little bit inflated. But still, anyway, you get what I'm saying. Six rebounds a game, too. That means that 144 starts are coming back, which is nearly... What? It is 80%. 55.7 points per game back, which is, again, about 78-80%. Uh, 141.4 minutes over 70%, and 30.1 rebounds back, you lose 6 rebounds. That's a lot coming back, and not just coming back, but being added to with five-star kids like Malik Renaud and Jalen hood Shafino. Both of Mountford Academy. Wow, right? Uh, so who you got? I mean, if you look at the starters for this team—Race, Trace, um, let's say Bates, Geronimo, and Xavier. All right, you could plug Cop in at maybe the two, and you'd get even more experience. But you got two five-year guys. A four-year guy, a three-year guy, and Bates is a two-year guy, which means 19 years of experience divided by five. You're at 3.8 years experience at each spot in the starting five, assuming those guys start. That is averaging a senior at every position. So let's see what does that mean in terms of competition in the Big Ten Indiana with the second-best recruiting class in the Big Ten, right behind Ohio State. However, Indiana recruited the only two five-star kids coming to the Big Ten. So you got the best returning group, plus two five-star kids, the only five-star kids, in the Big Ten. And you take into account the people who were lost to various programs, like at Wisconsin. you got Brad Davison and Johnny Davis. Both bye bye, you got Keegan Murray and Jordan Bohannon. Both bye bye for Iowa. Right at Purdue, you got Jaden Ivy and uh, Hunter. For goodness sake, and and Hunter going to Purdue, so we still get to see him. And we like Hunter; he's a terrific ball player. And then we got to see about some other guys for Purdue at Illinois: Kofi Coburn, uh, Curbelo, and Frazier, all gone. Now Illinois has got a good recruiting class coming in on the back end. Uh, Ohio State, E.J. Liddell, Malachi Branham, and Joey Brunk, gone. This is really like Indiana. It, it's like they just drove a Maserati into the parking lot at Walmart, and the, the cars that were taken, the parking spots in front of the store all left immediately, and the Maserati can park sideways and just claim the whole damn thing. That's what Indiana is this coming season, at least on paper. Mike Woodson's got the best returning group in the Big Ten, plus, by a skosh, the second-best recruiting class in the Big Ten. This sets up very, very nicely for Indiana, and Indiana's class coming in on the back end of that is also good. So you've got experience, you've got young talent, You've got a dynamic coach. You got Jordan Hull's joining the team. You do lose Dane Fife, which I hate. I know not everybody's upset about that, but I'm upset about it because I love Dane Fife. Look out, Geronimo! Hey, Geronimo at the three is gonna be an all Big Ten guy. Geronimo's gonna be all Big Ten. Trace Jackson Davis is gonna be the Big Ten player of the year. And Race Thompson should be on all Big Ten something or other. And Xavier Johnson isn't, you know. Dodge, and wow! As long as he stays, don't get behind the wheel of that Dodge Charger, Xavier. Don't do it. As long as that doesn't happen, this team is on greased grooves. I love where they are. And if Johnson does get in trouble, Jalen Hood-Shafino is going to be a very, very nice point guard in the Big Ten. All right, Indiana basketball, like I said, on greased grooves ready to attack the 22-23 season. Things looking up in Bloomington for the first time since 2016 and really we knew what that team was in 2016. It was a canard. It was a prevarication. It was a lie. The 13 team was really really good. Jordan Hulls knows why they were good. I think shooting is going to go up for Indiana because Jordan Hulls I think knows how to teach shooting. And I think he knows how to teach kids how to compete and what it means to compete. Who else knows what it means to compete? Chris Ballard knows what it means to compete. You want to know, Chris Ballard, what he has done. Colts fans who, who kind of want a piece of Chris Ballard's ass, they're just wrong. right? And by that, I mean fired. right? They want to kick his ass out the door. You don't do that to Chris Ballard. First of all, here you got Ed Dobbs. Ed Dodds uh, is a guy who people want to interview, like Cleveland, like Chicago. They want to interview Ed Dodds. Ed says, nah, I'm good where I'm at. Do you know why? Because he loves his boss and trusts his boss and feels like this is a situation that is going to continue to improve. Chris Ballard, from a draft perspective, Here's what he's done. Now, 2017 was nothing to write home about. This was not a good draft for the Colts. Generously, you give it a C, right? Malik Hooker, he got hurt. That's a shame. Quincy Wilson was a terrible pick in the second round. Uh, You did get Grover Stewart and Marlon Mack, two good picks. In 2018, this is where Chris Ballard and Ed Dodds got busy. Nelson, Leonard, Smith. Hines, Zaire Franklin, Matt Adams, all these guys, what a bounty of riches in the 2018 draft. An A-plus draft for Chris Ballard. The 19 draft, eh, you know, it seems like every other year. The even years, things go really well. The odd years, <laughs> but this odd year, you had Rocky Seen, Ben Banigou, Paris Campbell, Bobby O'Karake. O'Karake's been okay, right? Other than that, not a great draft, at least to this point with Paris Campbell, and we hope for the best with Paris Campbell. In 20, you got uh, DeForest Buckner in a trade with the 49ers for the first pick, first round pick that the Colts owned, the 13th overall pick. That is a good deal. If you could go out and get DeForest Buckner at 13, the mature DeForest Buckner after he'd already spent four years in the NFL, that is a great pick, right? Then you also get Michael Pittman Jr., Jonathan Taylor, Julian Blackman, Danny Pitter, and Isaiah Rogers. Wow, that's a hell of a draft. 2021, eh, you got Pay Odengbo, Granson. You know, you gave up the third rounder for Carson Wentz. 22, you gave up the first rounder for Carson Wentz. You go out and you get Alec Pierce. You get Jelani Woods. You get Bernard Ryman. And you get Cross, Right? Nick Cross from Maryland. That looks to be, on paper, a really good draft. Following in that every-other-year scenario that seems to work uh, miracles for the Colts. Plus, you know what? Every other year, they go to the playoffs, too. 18, they went to the playoffs. 20, they went to the playoffs. Maybe 22, same thing. Trades, getting Matt Ryan for a third-round pick, enormous. Just great by Chris Ballard, waiting out all the teams that needed a quarterback So there was really no competition left. There was nobody to bid against. So the Colts get Ryan for a third rounder. Nice. Are you telling me that the commanders wouldn't have done that? Instead of trading two threes or what will likely become a two and a three for Carson Wentz, you don't think they'd have traded a three for Matt Ryan? Please. Maybe Matt Ryan didn't want to come to Washington. Who would? Daniel Snyder is a kook. He's a yutz. That's what he is. You have to look at the owner as you evaluate circumstances and evaluate the prospects with any franchise. Jim Ursay is a good owner. I'd put him in the top quartile of the NFL. Daniel Snyder is in the bottom quartile of the NFL. Uh, free agents, Philip Rivers, terrific. But here's where Chris Ballard shines. Going out and getting free agents like Xavier Rhodes, right? A guy like Zach Pascal, who is an undrafted free agent by the Yutz, in Washington, right? The Colts pick him up after Washington says goodbye. Really, really smart. They know who the guys are. Like, nobody builds a bottom of the roster better than Chris Ballard. Now, you don't win a Super Bowl because you've got a great bottom of the roster unless you've also got a great top of the roster. So you can't be that one-trick pony, but Chris Ballard has really been pretty good over the last few years, and if Alec Pierce and Jelani Woods hit And Bernard Ryman becomes a starting left tackle. Tell me where they're weak. Tell me where the Colts don't project toward championship-level football. Where? Right? If Paris Campbell's healthy. That's a big hit. Hines and Taylor in the backfield. Matt Ryan, you've got a good offensive line who's going to grade much better this year because of the absence of Wentz and him being replaced by Matt Ryan and the predictability of Matt Ryan, that's going to be a pretty big deal. This is And then uh, trades, and Gakwe for Yassine, plates. What a fleecing. Uh, that, and we kind of went over the others. Ryan Buckner-Wentz is really kind of the turd in the punch bowl, right? That's the way it goes. But Chris Ballard has been a really good GM for the Colts, and if he wasn't, Given what the Colts have been during his tenure here, five years, forty-two and forty-two, is the record, including one and two in the postseason. The heat from the seat would be a rising, right? But it's not because he's great at what he does. Hey, you know what? We're gonna talk about the Colts tomorrow. Noon, the call-in app, download it today. Join me straight up noon talking all about the Colts we might hit a little bit on Indiana basketball too because of the Trace Jackson Davis news but that's the way you know what it's Colts call-in that's the name of the show however we reserve the right to pivot a little bit because let's face it we're it's going to be May 21st not a lot going on with the Colts but still plenty to talk about and plenty to grade right the draft Ballard Reich do you keep Nelson? important stuff we'll talk about it tomorrow on the call-in app and monday morning you kidding me breakfast with ken i can't wait i i know the weekend's coming up we got uh poll day this weekend we got qualification days out at the indianapolis motor speedway but by god we've got stuff to talk about on monday too i'm looking forward to it let's go